Welcome to the UK Consult Weekly Podcast with Jonathan Bradley and Elton Daddo, engagement practitioners and general consultation superheroes at Bang the Table in the UK. Hello and welcome to Jono and Elk's weekly ramble through all things online community engagement and public consultation. It's an extension of your birthday week, Jono, as it was your birthday on Monday. And what age did we agree? 36? Yeah, 36 was about right. 36, your 36th birthday, so a very happy birthday for Monday. And we can now formally start that Christmas build up now that you've given us permission and you know everyone globally permission to do so. Yeah I just think you'll see a general uptick in the amount of uh, Christmas decorations that you see now as people feel that it's okay to be sort of open about them already celebrating Christmas. Yeah I'm looking forward to going for my walk later on this afternoon all the massive bright inflatable snowmen Santa and reindeer will be out now that your birthday's um, over for another year now that's a word that you don't hear that you hear a lot of now that i would say probably wasn't used that much a few years ago and that's uptick uptick people we would say something different wouldn't they like an increase or a sudden jump or a change in trend or something like that but now if something just moves up it's an up you know like there's a few more covid19 cases or uh, another, yeah. you know, another change in human behaviour. It's an uptick. It's one of those many words that they've already included in the Oxford English Dictionary, isn't it? They've added loads of stuff in this year. Oh, okay. never there before. I think it's on the li- think it's on the list. We'll have to have a look. But you might have just made it up. <laughs> might have. Um, there'll be an uptick in the use of the word uptick. It'll <laughs> <laughs> be uptick central. It now will. I noticed something really interesting this morning. I don't know if you've heard the news. So I know we're going for the Global Podcast Awards, the UK Podcast Awards, and we're looking to sweep the board there. We're into week 30 now, massive body of work that we've got sitting behind us. But there are some new kids on the block in podcast world. Have you heard about that? No. Go on. Who can it be? Oh, um, it's two quite prominent people. And they have signed, wait for it, a multi-million pound Spotify podcast deal. Oh, goodness me. Is it us? Is this my late birthday present, early Christmas present? Oh, it went into your junk mail, didn't you? You're not good at it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's us. Yeah. (laughs) yeah, But they do want to rebrand it and change the name and everything like that. So I just deleted it without responding. Yeah, well, well, you know, that's how we roll. So I'm not interested in in commercialising it to that effect. Um, No, it's actually Meghan Markle and Harry. Ah, what have they got to talk about? Well, I heard some snippets of it this morning and there was a certain radio broadcaster who I won't name on a station I won't name who was absolutely scathing about it. Like, who wants to listen to this? This is I mean, they sound like the most dull people in the world. Oh, no. Oh, dear. (laughs) That's a shame. I mean, I think you should tune in just in case they steal some of our uh segments i mean what if they started doing like um tune of the week um, yeah imagine imagine if megan said to harry what what's your charlie's tune this week then yeah. harry <gasps> or what is your engagement hq site launch of the week <laughs> like, no we'd be no harry he'd be looking at that us chicken one wouldn't he and if you're trying to make it really funny you know yeah. that mapping tool chicken yeah. rehoming chickens whatever yeah. it was called 
we're going to have to be quite careful now, aren't we? Yeah. But it'd be interesting to see what sort of content they come up with. But it sounded really drab from the little snippets that I heard. I mean, nothing like the sort of level that we've achieved yet. But um, yet they get all the money. So that's... Uh, that's sometimes that's how the cookie crumbles. Yeah. I've seen many, many players go through the gates at Man United before with barely any ability to kick a football. Um, hundreds of thousands a week. So yeah, there you go. Just on name and reputation alone. And I, I don't want to call anyone out, but Radamel Falcao. Um, I could go on. There's a really long list. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, so we've got to watch our backs. But obviously, because they've just started, they won't be in line for the podcast awards because they won't have got a substantial enough body of work together yet so that's something but it's just something to be aware of for next year i think yeah no good shout we'll, we'll have to have a listen to it now talking of charlie's tunes have what have you been listening to have you got any like birthday tunes anything like that i i shall refer to my spotify list here um God, we're really have, spotify heavy today aren't yeah we? there are other ways of doing this aren't there but according <laughs> to my list the last song that i gave the little heart to was um let me show you by Kamizra. you're gonna hate that aren't you Kamizra. well i don't know i haven't heard it <laughs> just gonna have a listen yeah i think it's a bit of a dancey one bit of a sort of birthday no, that's good to see yeah you're like yeah it's all right it's acceptable it's perfectly acceptable yeah um, now you about, know which one I'm going to choose because I, I found the track and video of the century at the weekend didn't I you certainly did I'm looking forward oh. to sharing it oh it's so good and it's been around for ages I don't know how I missed it but um, the giant that is Liam Gallagher who yeah. always as as anyone will know Oasis were massive Man City fans they've always loathed Man United over the years but he did a video featuring as the main and only actor the king eric cantona and he he played liam gallagher played the part of his butler it was just brilliant was, and even at the start they had eric cantona with his french accent going oh kid because oh, <laughs> obviously the gallagher brothers always used to refer to each other yeah. as our kid for yeah. our global listeners i it's like just, the way you really, explain that for our global listeners yeah no one's going to know what our kid means you know, no it's just just goes to show your natural talent for the radio you say something you explain it yeah, and think of the audience. Think of the audience. Does everyone understand that? No, they don't. I need to explain it some more. <laughs> yeah. So when, you're asked, when we get our award and you're asked like, what is your top tip? You just say, think about the audience. Yeah, think about everyone who's listening, not just who you might think. Don't make assumptions. Don't make assumptions no. that everyone understands anything you say. <laughs> you could actually earn a bit on, on the side. Don't tell. Don't tell the bo- the boss boss. Yeah, but uh, doing a bit of consultancy for Harry and Meghan. About, you know, yeah, successful podcast. Yeah, I might leave the joke section out, but the yeah. other stuff. Yeah, well, I'll just say that. Just say, well, have you thought about your audience today? And just yeah. charge them, I don't know, seven hundred and fifty quid. That'll do it. Yeah, I'll say, have you thought about like doing Harry Craven's news round, or you know, oh, no. work right at the table? That's that's stealing our intellectual property. <laughs> <laughs> no, because yours is John O'Craven's news. Oh, all right, then. Slightly different. All right, Harry. Yeah, Harry Styles' news round or something. Steal <laughs> an entire person to do it. Perfect. But talking of jokes, I bet you've got loads of festive jokes now, haven't you? Uh, they are starting. So, um, a little bit of an insight into the world of Bang the Table. We do have a Christmas cracker um, Slack channel 
for all of our Christmas jokes. Um, <laughs> Slack, other platforms are available like Slack, I guess. There must be some out there. Must uh, be. But yeah, so yeah, I've got loads of those, but I haven't got that for now. I've got one here. I don't think I've, sh- you know, the whole thing with this podcast is like, have I used that joke before? Oh, yeah, because when you get into week 30, what would it be saying week 10? Could have been, yeah. yeah. Anyway, there's been a massive explosion at a French uh, cheese factory. Is there? Nothing left but a pile of debris. Oh, no. See, I had in my mind something to do with brie, so I was on the right lines, but no, that's stretching it, isn't it? That's stretching the bounds of comedy. Always pushing the envelope. (laughs) Well, mine's Christmas-related as well. Um... It's no better, actually. So I decided what better thing to get my mum for Christmas than a fridge. And I'm just so excited. I can't wait to see her face light up when she opens it. (laughs) Terrible. And she listens to this as well. So Ah, you're going to get marks out of 10. I'll get marks out of 10 or she just won't listen to the rest and just will be one listener down for the next few podcasts until she forgives me. Shout out to Elton's mum. (laughs) <laughs> shout out Teresa we <laughs> now what's been I know you've had your birthday and you've got hangovers and then your birthday and then hangovers but in the midst yeah. of that what have been the kind of emergent trends and themes around engagement and consultation well what what is quite interesting was that recently uh, one of our colleagues Nathan Connors shout out yes. Nathan, sent me a report from a members survey of IAP2 in Australia. And they, and I mean, that is the great and the good of, of uh, engagement um, and public participation uh, in Australia, but probably global influencers, you've got to say that. Um, yeah. As much as we admire our profession in the UK, they're doing great things in, in, in Oz. So we've got to take what they say very seriously. And, uh, yeah. And they've done a survey and they they actually did some work for us, Elton. Probably, maybe they've listened to the podcast and thought these guys need some content. Yeah. Uh, and so this is their views on um, um, trends and opportunities for 2021. Uh, wow. So they've been looking at exciting new trends and opportunities. And I'll just highlight some key features. So in terms of uh, practice, a lot of people saying online, uh, the use of online and digital methods of participation that's pretty obvious, isn't it? But, you yeah. know, got it. Um, that's going to be the case, isn't it, for the next, well, forever now, I think. The, the, yeah. Is it the tipping point has tipped or something like that? It's t- there's an uptick. There's, yeah, there's been an uptick in the tipping point. Um, <laughs> and then another another one that stands out is more sophisticated and anal- analysis and reporting of engagement data. Yes. Now, that's something that, bang the table, we are always wor- working. I reckon in our sort of, in our you know cycles of discussion and discovery about data analysis and how we can make it better for 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 all of our colleagues and professionals out there in the world that has got to be the one that we we spend most time working on and talking about and 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 developing so it's good to see that in there i think yeah yeah, definitely crunching that data everybody just wants a button don't they press the button yeah maybe we'll get there one day and it draws out all of that analysis yeah. and arranges it in a kind of digestible way to feed yeah. back to people yeah so engagement <clears throat> hq does go a long way to do that yeah we're always learning new tricks 
Um, and then the other one, this is quite interesting, in terms of what the public are hungry for, to more, more of a demand, an uptick in demand and, in, and expectations for authentic engagement. Authentic engagement? Authentic engagement. So people don't want to be involved in tick box exercises and fake consultations. They actually want the whole process to be more authentic. Right, okay. So oh, I like that's that. interesting. Yeah, yeah they, they want no frills. They don't want gimmicks or anything like that. They just want yeah. it to be nice and authentic. Yeah, people, you genuinely want me to get involved, have my say, in order to influence your decision. Yeah, and I feel important as part of your decision making. Yeah, and you value my contribution. Well, you won't believe this because we don't prepare, but this, I mean, we're not going to do Meldrew moments now, but this leads into my Meldrew moment. It's tied directly to that. Oh, we are, we're professionals without being professional. That's Harry, Megan, are you listening? Yeah. <laughs> be no, that's very really fair, Harry and Megan. They'll do hours of prep, won't they? I can, yeah. I can days. It'll be really choreographed and yeah. almost quite stale and. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I'm really grumpy now. <laughs> yeah, we've gotten grumpy, haven't we? <laughs> I went straight to Meldry moments and then just the Harry and Meghan episode. Yeah. Oh. I look, some oh. people might just think we're scared because we're worried about them doing so well that they'll they'll take our award. I think I'm more scared about the sums of money that you can make before you've recorded anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so now we've got no evidence. It's not evidence based, is it? It's, yeah, we'll get our offer. Well, it's coming. It's, it's coming. coming. It's building. <laughs> and did you have anything else for your kind of emerging trends and themes or your John O'Craven news round type? I've got some John O'Craven news round. Um, and I've also got some stats as well. Keeping this purely related to work, I'm going to do John O'Craven's news round to begin with. And we're yeah. back to, and this is a theme that won't go away. So there's some, le- there's also not just emerging themes, but lessons to be learned here. Right, we're, yeah. We're back to news on walking, walking and cycling schemes. So when you scour the internet for news about public consultations, I'm, I'd say that this comes to the surface time and time again now. And yeah. so here we've got, this is doing a great job in um, in Kent, and they say, and they're actually gonna, they've got over six million pounds to create permanent schemes to encourage cycling and walking. They welcome that, they're happy about that. And then here you go. But first we wish to get your feedback on the initial concepts. Shout out to Kent County Council. Yes. Yeah, we like that. That's what we've been talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So it's great to see some of the things that we've been talking about and what the public have been saying is like, we support these schemes, we want these schemes, but we want to be involved in them from the initial conception. We don't just want a scheme that's imposed on us. And as local residents, we know it's not going to work. It's in the wrong place. It's poorly designed. It's lacking in local knowledge. So great to see. So that's a great, that's a happy news story. That's really happy. And also, you didn't know, but my Meldry moment relates just over the border in East Sussex to a kind of polar opposite to that. So, again, ah. you see, yeah. But it's great to see because, yeah, I'm from Kent. So it's good to, I'm right near that border as well. So, yeah, great to hear. And then there's another news article. They've been, it's about a housing scheme in 3,500 gnomes, gnomes? It's Christmas, <laughs> Christmas, <laughs> homes north of Dorchester. That was seamless. Saying that there's been a public relations push by the developers. And they're saying that P- 
people have been cold called to ask if they support the housing proposals. And goodness me, I hope this isn't one of our clients because that is a schoolboy error. You don't phone people and ask if they support them. So oh what? what so you've, this, you've hit on my Meldrew moment. This is my Meldrew moment. Is it? Oh man, alive! No, it's good. That's good. It's all flowing. Is, is this PR PR push or public consultation? Row over calls made about new Dorchester housing scheme. Oh. Uh, you know, so there's a good example in the news today. Yeah. Um, and then there's a bad example. Right. Yeah, and he always used to do that, John Craven, from memory with Newsround. They would always start with things like, you know, obviously really serious issues like famine and stuff like that. And then he'd, it would end up being, you know, people dressed as Mr. Blobby at the end and a really good yeah. news story at a fancy dress party. So, yeah. yeah, I quite like the way you've done that. I think balance was his watchword. Balance was his watchword and it appealed to the, to the younger audience as well. Now, to just bring this back to the statistic of the week because we do like to feature Ipsos Mori, other pollsters are available, but this is purely for the retweet, let's be honest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we've got to get our viewer numbers up now that we're competing with with X royalty. Um, well, yeah. So um, they've done a poll on the outlook for Christmas 2020, okay? And the question is, to what extent, if at all, do you agree or disagree with the following statement, Okay. Yeah. And then, so the first one is, I'm looking forward to Christmas, okay? And they've got the answer, the percentage in 2000, 2014, and 2020, okay? So I'll start you off with, in the year 2000, what percentage of people agreed that they were looking forward to Christmas? Over 90%. Good answer, 81%. Oh. Now then, it stayed the same in 2014. Where do you think it's at in 2020? Down in the 30s. Ooh, you're overly pessimistic there, but I think it's the way I sort of loaded this whole segment. It's got down, it's dropped to 70%. Oh, so but 11... then again, you'd want to drill down. This is, see, we always need an engagement HQ. So you'd want to drill down and say, what is it you're looking forward to? Or why are you looking forward to it? Is it so? It might be that someone, for example, isn't seeing their relative they're not actually looking forward to the christmas period but they just don't want to be at work for example they just want the time off yeah yeah so you want to drill down a bit more and find what's driving those responses yeah Yeah, i think you're right and what also this you can ask questions like this using our our wonderful um survey tool in engagement hq and you can also include images in our survey tool so you could have put different images that represent christmas yeah. And, and then um, used our survey tool as a way of getting into a bit more detail about maybe some of the emotions behind agreement and disagreement. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so that was quite good. That's interesting. But I mean, it's obvious that there's going to be a huge drop because people have taken you know, financial hits, obviously health based hits and the risks yeah. around that. There's so many different factors. But, yeah, you would want to kind of ask a little bit more about people's fears and concerns about it and actually what they're really looking forward to. If it's just time off or is it the fact they have got some plans which are you know, yeah. within the regulations that they're looking forward to? So, Or they might be looking forward to next year. Yeah, or because it marks the end of that year. The end of the year. By the, the time year. they go back into work, they're in a new year and it's a new bound of optimism. Yeah. Effectively. Ah. Well, they might be depressed because what are they going to talk about next year if they can't talk about lockdown and tears and what if yeah. all that what if all that goes? But everyone will forget when they're sat in the pub and everyone's together, won't they? 
I bet I bet there will be such a thing as post COVID depression. Post COVID dis, um, distress. Yeah, as yeah. In, so not not caused by the obvious things that we talk about now around loneliness and stuff like that. But some yeah. people might actually be sort of like, oh, it's gone. Yeah. I I, I I don't know how to be normal again. Yeah, it'd be hard to adapt, won't it? Yeah. Really, really difficult. Mm. Oh, blimey. Well, that's, that's exciting stuff. Is there anything else on your news round? No, I think that's good. I, without any preparation, I managed to get some features in there. Yeah, I think you've done an incredible job. Um, now, I think we were unified, weren't we, in terms of our new site and project launch in Engagement HQ this yeah, week. Yeah, definitely. It's going to be some big shout outs now. God, it's going to be shout outs galore. Um, so Catalyst Housing, um, their first site launch with us called Welcome to the Garden. Oh, it's it's amazing. You've got to look at this in a blurb while we talk through it. So I'll yeah. just leave that up in the blurb. Massive banner image of, you know, a couple of cupped palms with some yeah. soil in and some little shoots coming out. An open and safe space for everyone to grow ideas, share views and find solutions together. Drum roll. Yeah. That's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. What do they say in X Factor? You nailed it. Yeah, you know, you know. Simon Cow's voice, you nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, that's a really good job. And when people do a good job like that, we like to give them something, don't we, Elton? Yes, we like to give them some mugs. Some mugs. <laughs> From your lockup. From my lockup. Danny Archers. Danny Archers. Um, you do like to send out a mug or two. So yeah. I, I think probably, I mean, there's loads of people who've been working with about Anna D'Souza yeah. and Paul. Yeah. Um, Paul Nettleton. That would be really, really good. And we could always send out more if others, you know, they say yeah, no, I think they a mug. Yeah, yeah. they might get in a hamper, mug hamper. Yeah, a mug, a mug I hamper. Can, I can send them one of every colour. There are four yeah. Yeah, do you think that would cause internal rows within Catalyst, though? Like who has what colour? Might do. Might have to do like a raffle or draw. Yeah. yeah. But no, it's, I mean, it's a great site and they're focusing heavily on scrutiny. They I mean, want I'm... to get under the skin of the challenges that they sometimes encounter with that. And then they're looking at neighbourhood projects and they're doing like, like a much larger launch in January. So they've launched to a select number of residents. They joined our Coffee and Clay cake client round table which i can never say last week and they were very excited because i think they'd only launched like an hour before that and they were getting some good sign up rates yeah so that is super yeah. exciting oh and also we've got the housing white paper yes which is yes, all yeah. about you know more scrutiny more more customer involvement better consultation yeah so i mean great that they're ahead of the game with that yeah. and together with some of our ha other um, you know, housing sites from some great social landlords out there are really sort of grasping the baton of online, yeah. online participation. So it's it's going to be great next year just just doing case studies on on, on these sites like this. And uh, oh, it's going to be amazing. And and stay tuned, listeners. Um, to, even if you have to tune out of Harry and Meghan's debacle to listen to this, because in 2021 we're going to have at least three more um, site launches in the housing sector 
probably within the first month or so of the new year. So stay tuned to hear more about that. Oh, just brilliant. Well done, the housing sector. Housing sector is blazing a, a blazing trail. A trail. Involvement in really, really important decision making. Yeah. So you've got to be happy with that. Might have to order some new mugs. Yeah. Uh, I think when we run out of the mugs, that's it, because they're going to become collectible. <gasps> oh, yeah. They'll be on Antiques Roadshow in yeah. like 2058 when you're 50, 60. We're not going to do a, a rerun. We might have to think of something else. Um, yeah, something different. Yeah. yeah. We'll have something else for next year. But, now, um, do you remember when there was a craze for memory sticks and there were all the conferences yeah. and picking memory sticks out? But yeah. no one uses them now, do they? No, no. What happened then, to memory oh, sticks? And then, oh, and then you'd look, people would, I never did this, obviously, being too diligent um, and responsible. People used to lose them, didn't they? They'd have all Yeah, like, it was really important. And some of them were really tiny, weren't they? Yeah. It'd be like, oh, all, the, all their secret work that they've been doing. Uh, isn't meant to be in the public domain yet Let, let's move on to Meldrew moments well, I don't know what Meldrew have you got let, you, let's do you first then I can oh, I've got one I've got an entire I've got a pamphlet in front oh, of me go for it <laughs> right so this came through my door and I was really excited because I've got a friend who really wants to move to this area and it's called land at Downlands Farm in Uckfield proposed new homes public open space and woodland park so that's the cover of the pamphlet yeah oh my god this is brilliant and then they called the they called this leaflet um community consultation november 2020 you can imagine my heart was racing yeah well jono's going to love this so their proposals are that there's a strategic land company i won't name them but preparing a planning application for new housing public open space and a woodland park um which is just up the road from me here They've got a little draft illustrative master plan that they've prepared to demonstrate how the site could suitably provide up to 430 new homes with yeah. public open space, children's play area, sports pitches, 44 acres of woodland and, and other sort of landscape planting and areas for natural habitat and green spaces. So really, really exciting. And they're looking to submit the planning application in early 2021 with a dedicated website which has been set up to allow for feedback. So, oh, this is good. Yeah. Really exciting. So we value your views. And don't forget, this is called a community consultation. That's the whole title of the thing. Um, complete and return this free post leaflet or visit our website and fill in the form. So my friend visited the website and filled in the form. It wouldn't accept the email address. And they typed out a load of information in there. It just never got through to them. Oh, anyway, all this, all this not lost. So. This is the whole consultation within this. So you've got the picture of the master plan there. Here we go, here we go. Q and so some Q&A feedback. Question one, do you support the provision of new homes, including affordable homes? Yes, no, don't know. Question two, do you support the provision of a new woodland park? Yes, no, don't know. Question three, what would you like to see included as part of the proposal? And that's open, that's open form for response. Uh, Q4, do you have any other comments? That's it. Uh, that's all you can say that's the whole consultation no they're f real full of schoolboy errors there oh i mean can they redeem themselves when it comes to their website well i hope so because i've contacted all of them on linkedin yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and proposed that they get people involved in the planning of the woodland park the housing yeah um, 
the forested kind of areas as well yeah. and the children's play areas and get people to share their ideas and stories about what they'd like to see yeah. in Upfield as it's a massive development rather than just do you agree with this yeah um, with, all you, of, with all of these things it's never a case of whether or not you support them or not yeah because that's that's not the decision for that in fact in reality that's not the decision for local people well actually it's like are there changes we need to make to this proposals do you have any good ideas in what ways are our plans flawed those are the things that we we need to find out and if you ask people whether they support it or not you're inviting normally i'd say you're inviting people who don't support it and the yeah. majority of the people who kind of might you know you know unfortunately might not have seen it might have better things to do they might be the ones that might be most in need of the affordable housing and things like that and they don't get to have their say so yeah. it's, it's just you know it's it's not it's well planned it's what not well thought out and i don't think there's any uh, deliberate manipulation behind it i just think it's like mm, uh, you know, this has fallen into the hands of, uh, of not of not people who are professionals in community engagement and public consultation. Yeah, and the website form doesn't work, so it doesn't yeah. take the email address and you can't submit any comments on there. It's only open. You've got to respond by the 3rd of January. And I only posted this through the door last Sunday. Oh, so it's over Christmas. It's over Christmas. And then oh, on that Sunday, that's it, closed. So no more comments can be submitted, even though you can't do them online. But I mean... It's also the type of question, isn't it? Do you support the provision yeah. of New Woodland Park? No one's going to say no. I hate trees. Um, I hate trees. Can't stand them. I don't like wildlife. I mean, you almost know what the response is going to be to that without yeah. barely having making that one of the three questions. Yeah. It's bizarre. It's almost so, like saying, do you want to have any areas for children? And everyone just goes, no, not interested. No, no, thanks. Even though it's for families. For the whole yeah, thing. no, no. <laughs> Well, so anyway, know, that's not, you know what they're called. Don't time I've had a work-related Meldrew moment in that's 30 brilliant. weeks. Well, you know, that, that's what happens when you work in, in this world, Elton. It, you'll never be the same again since you joined Bang the Table because leaflets like that dropping through your door, you just used to probably just ignore them and put them in the yeah. recycling. Now you're like, oh, look at this. And then you look at it and you go, no! Yeah, and then I held on oh. to it and left it by my laptop yeah. to remind me that it's my Meldrew moment for the whole week. Yeah. There you um, go. You're done for now. So like, so I'm no I'm longer talking about the size of what sits and things like that. I'm actually getting right into the nitty gritty of it. You are, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what was yours? Or what was your list? They want that. They want the old Elton back. Yeah, they'll be like, yeah, but hasn't he had any issues with salad green recently or anything yeah. like that? Uh, well, your podcast's all about work. Yeah, it's not really boring. <laughs> Harry and Megan will be like, God, they don't know what they're doing. They they're just talking they're doing. about their business. Yeah, what do they know? God, what do they know? I, I want to find out what they know. Oh, I'm have to you can't just to take it. millions and and just not release any content. No. But anyway, I'm not bitter about it. Well, my Meldrew moment, right, because I haven't really got one. With it being my birthday, I mean, there's nothing worse than someone who's grumpy in their birthday week. Yes. So uh, any sign of a Meldrew moment coming to me, I've let it pass me by. Yeah, because, oh. you know, like I'm into I, I'm like kind of into this whole mindfulness and meditation stuff and all that. If you turn yourself into a sieve, right, nothing can stick to you. So every time I've had a grumpy moment come, I've turned into a sieve and it's passed through me. So I didn't think I was going to have a grumpy moment, but having forced the issue, 
birthday cards that arrive after your birthday. Oh no! It's not work related, but you know, in this that day doesn't and... need to be because I've covered that. So yeah, but you know, how hard can it be? Get the birthday card, and this isn't people who've forgotten, so they're not like, oh crap, I better, yeah. I better send it today, and I hope, I hope he doesn't notice. These are people who are like, oh, I've got you a nice card, and you know, let me know when it gets there. It's like a day late. How do you do that? Oh, they pasted, they pasted it a day before, haven't they? It's done one of those things where it sat on the side for a bit. Yeah. And then someone blamed someone else and said, oh, I thought you were pasting. Oh, no, I thought you you can just see how these things pan out. Yeah. So, oh. so I don't, you know, it's not acceptable. Would you engage in any kind of spite with it? I purposely pasted a Christmas card for it to arrive on January the 4th or something. No, I'm not like that. <laughs> <laughs> or or wait for their birthday and then post it on the day or something. Yeah, post it no, post it really early. So oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah. that's worse because that's like, yeah, that's making yeah, more. That early, they open it and go, no, it's not my birthday for a week. Oh, like, no. he's never done that before. He's purposely done that because mine was late. So it's like that unspoken thing of, oh yeah, I can I can do it really early but yours was late yeah it's quite a tricky one isn't it getting the birthday card there on time really yeah you know i think day before is what you should be aiming for yeah yeah or a couple of days before is fine depends if it falls on a sunday then getting it there on the thursday or friday is probably acceptable just to make sure yeah well my birthday was on a monday have we mentioned my birthday yeah we did um, a whole podcast on it last week Oh, brilliant. In fact, uh, in fact, it was called Jono's Birthday Podcast. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's all right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, my birthday was on a Monday, so um, it's possible that they aimed for the Monday. Oh, hit, yeah, they could have done Sunday. Friday post. Yeah. Oh, so that's it's a bit better. Yeah. Well, but yeah, we, I'm them just we yet. Do, we can do like a we can do a scientific test. So. Because we probably will mention my birthday next year again. Yeah, we'll mention it annually. Annually, yeah. We can, we can. That'll be on a Tuesday next year, so we can see how many late cars there are. Have you made a little list of those of the people who did that? So you I can know, just double I check. I exactly who it is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and if they did it twice, would you out them on the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> so if they listen to this, they'll know who they are. We'll bring them on to explain themselves. <laughs> And we'll do that as a vlog. So we'll do it as like a video thing where they have to sit sit with like a spotlight on their head and explain. Oh, well, on that very happy note, I know you've got to rush off to another meeting, haven't you? Yeah, I've got, I think I've got, I've got about 20 people waiting to do um, how to create a good online public consultation. Oh, oh God, well, we'd better not hold you up then. Right. So uh, what do we do at the finish? Oh, that's it. You are, as always, I've got to think of something now. A conquering sparrow hawk. That's not bad. And until next time. Until next time. Thank you for tuning in to the UK Consult. Join us for future conversations each week as we continue to explore the tremendous, meaningful and ever-evolving world of digital consultation and community engagement. You can view additional educational resources at bangthetable.com.